0: I'm your host Corrine Bedard, your sex-positive relationship designer, and I'm here to guide you in creating the relationship you desire, whether that is a more open one or simply a more empowered one. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to enjoy the newest episode. Well, good morning and welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. We are on episode 41. And today my special guest is Emma Hull. Emma is a transformational life coach, Reiki healer, and yoga teacher. She led what some might see as a charmed life, with a successful career, husband, lake house, and ski chalet, along with all the trappings. But she wasn't happy and she continued to battle anxiety and depression daily. Her life transformed when she realized that she had spent her whole life working towards a dream that wasn't even hers. When she began trusting her intuition, she found the inner strength to first imagine and then take steps to realize a whole new life. She now enjoys a spacious life that is in alignment with her values and spends her days fulfilling her sole purpose inspiring and guiding kindred souls to live a life untethered. Emma is just an inspiration, and I love her story. And so in this episode, we talk about solo poly, which we really haven't talked much about, and her journey to discover that and discover how that was a good fit for her. So listen in, tune into this episode. Um, if you find that you often are someone who is living your life, not for yourself and often living for someone else's dream, this was a message that really hit, hit me. So I really want you to get a lot out of it. Also, I just want to remind everyone that if you haven't done the free quiz yet, go take the free quiz because just like Emma, maybe you feel like you're not sure if you're living the life that is right for you. So go take the quiz and and ask yourself the question, is monogamy right for me? Is this where I belong? And if it is, great, you'll have confirmation of that. If it isn't, you'll realize maybe why you feel confused and frustrated and resentful. Sometimes you might want something different. You might want more, but you feel bad about that. So I want you to go take that quiz. It's an absolutely free quiz. And I have a special offer. It is the deep dive workshop, and it is a deep dive into the, the results of this quiz. And it is a video workshop and it takes you through and for the next 10 days. This workshop can be yours for free. Normally, it's going to be 111 and that comes with a free relationship design call with me after the workshop and we can talk more in detail as to what your journey might look like and answer some of your questions. So, This is a super exciting opportunity. If you are interested, message me and I will give you the code. Personally, I will give you the code that you can use to enter and you can get the link for the quiz for this deep dive workshop in my bio on Instagram. Uh, it'll be on my bio, you can get to that. And but if you want that link for the free offer of the workshop for the next 10 days only, then message me. DM me and ask for that code, and I will give you that coupon code. I would love to. So you can DM me by going to my Instagram at Corinne Bedard Coaching, or you can email me at Corrine. at kareenbedard.com. So um, enjoy this episode, you guys, because it really is so much of what I am passionate about, living our authentic selves and being true to ourselves and not being ashamed of what that looks like. Being willing to question, being willing to think outside the box and not just feel like we have to be like everyone else so shine bright be yourself be authentic and live your true authentic purpose and you will just have the most incredible life so when we come back we will start this conversation with emma hall stay tuned please visit our website at www.breakingfreeauthentically.com And subscribe to our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review on Podchaser by clicking the link at the top of the page. That would mean the world to me. Finally, I'd love for you to join Breaking Free Authentically, our private sex positive relationship community on Facebook. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically. Today, I have a very special guest, and her name is Emma Hull, and she's a fellow Canadian, so that's always fun for me. I've been meeting a lot meeting. I've been meeting a lot of fellow Canadians lately and interviewing them, so it's exciting to get some of us on board. So Emma, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It's awesome to be here today. So I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to answer the call to be on my podcast, because um, I know you have a little bit of a story to tell, and I want to talk about that, and I think it's just going to be a really great conversation if our prior conversation before hitting record is any indication.
1: <laughs> I know, right? It was like getting into too much conversation. you know, like, we need to start recording this. I
0: was like, let's record. We're going to lose all the juicy stuff. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I am a life coach. I'm also a Reiki healer and a yoga teacher, and my purpose here is to help people to create a life that they're excited to wake up to every day, mm-hmm. because that's what I've been able to do for myself. Um, had a real transformation journey in my forties, and want to to share that. And I mean authenticity is really what is really important to me. And I think that that, that's what creates a life that you're excited about is when you can really be you. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, really being able to, to chat authentically with you, be brave and share my story so that it can inspire others to kind of see a
0: little bit of themselves and be willing to reach for the stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool! And I really, I really want to applaud your your braveness for coming and telling your story because a lot of people, and and myself included, like it is terrifying sometimes to come into this world and to actually be authentic and share your truth in this world because this this is not part of the monomized set. Sorry, this is not part of the mono mindset. We are told that this can't be, that ethical non-monogamy is not the way to have safety in your world, in your life. We're taught that monogamy is the way to create safety and to create your dreams, but if we're realistic and we look at the numbers and the statistics, monogamy is not doing that for people.
1: Definitely
0: <laughs> it really isn't. But for me, two
1: divorces under my belt, it's uh
0: <laughs> it is not it is not a uh, it's not the fairy tale solution that we are sold as children, right? Mhm. Um I I did my first um my first session of module one like for my eight week breaking free from monogamy program it started yesterday and it was just so much fun to finally get to get into it like what is the mono mindset and how has it affected us and I talked talked a little bit about Disney princesses too and like what some of them did that that's been normalized you know like like Ariel for instance gave up Having a tail, she gave up her family and living in the ocean for a man that she hardly knew, right? Like, this was normal. She gave up her legs, (laughs) right? Or gave up her tail for her legs and um, completely changed who she was. And, you know, Jasmine, she did not have safety in knowing that Aladdin was telling her the truth because he lied the whole way through as she was knowing him. Yet she still... You know, doesn't go with her intuition, and and okay, yeah, I'm gonna keep trusting that. Right? We're just taught that we're to aspire to just this fairy tale idea of what might happen. It's like we marry hope. Hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. We marry hope rather than an actual person, and I was completely married to hope. I did everything based on the hope that things would change or that i saw something better in them or whatever but at some point i was saying to a client last night you know at some point we have to listen to what people are saying and believe them like if they're saying they don't want to be with you <laughs> in in not so many words then we have to listen to that. Or if if they're saying that they like who they are and they don't want to change and you see so much potential for them and so much personal growth for them, but they don't want that, you have to listen. And you can't just be married to the hope of what you think might be. So that might be a good lead-in to both of our stories because I think that that's kind of, you have to get to that point where you're like, wait a second, I can't live on just, live my whole life on the hope that something might change or something might happen. I get to figure out what it is that I really want and what am I doing with my life? Like what's the hope for myself and what can I do to make that happen? And how am I, am I truly living my authentic life and my authentic self or am I still making myself small because I'm still stuck on this hope that things might be different if I just keep myself small. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll let you think on that and and launch into your own soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting to so, say you know think think
1: back through my life and um i I've always been living with anxiety and depression, and I think it, it really comes from unmet expectations
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and that I grew up believing that, you know, I'm supposed to go to school, get an education, get a a nice little job and a husband and get married, have kids and happily ever after. And so I'd been pursuing that, you know, and um, going to university because that's what I was supposed to do, finding a partner because that's what I was supposed to do. And eventually, um, towards the end of my second marriage, just really started allowing myself to question why am I not happy with, I, you know, I've got everything that I was supposed to, that is supposed to check all the boxes, but I'm not happy. And then allowing myself to, to actually explore that and realize that, that it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't my dream. And that's why I wasn't happy. Um, and then slowly, I mean, I basically, I blew up that life. I I left my husband and, spent a couple of years really unpacking and really getting to know myself so that I can build my life up how I want it. And that's, it's still a work in progress. And, and you know, the more I explore, the more I learn about, about what it is that, that I want. And the real gift is in allowing myself mm. to go down those thoughts that my entire life i'd shut off because you were told like no you're not supposed to think that you're not supposed to go there and instead what ifing uh, and exploring mm. ideas and desires and Allowing, like, if I want something and that makes me happy, then that's enough. I don't need to justify it or explain it anymore that my happiness.
0: But isn't that, isn't that selfish though? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, exactly. (laughs) isn't that selfish to just think of yourself? I mean, what Mm -hmm. about, what about your ex-husband? What about him? Like, where was he in all of this? Mm Mm-hmm. These, yeah, yeah. These the no, things that, were fed.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, we're told that that you shouldn't be selfish, and but I don't believe it is being selfish, mm-hmm. and that when we allow ourselves to be fully and authentically an expression of yourself, you are like so much more. You give so much more. Mm-hmm. You are happier. You're more successful. Like your cup overflows. Your confidence is just through the roof, and and that's it's magnetic, it's mm-hmm. intoxicating, it's inspirational, it gives you strength to do more, it it inspires others. Um, but yeah, you have to overcome that selfish thing, yeah, and realize that it's not, it's actually by putting yourself first, knowing who you are, taking care of yourself, meeting your needs so that your expectations, my expectations are always met because I meet them for myself. Right. Um, You're not waiting that, for
0: someone else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To read, so read your I'm mind. Person or... And the world's a better place. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it, it is. It's so true. Like I find that you know, I'm a better mother even this way, right? Like, I mean, people are like, oh, well, what about your children? You know, when I decided to leave my marriage and to be like, okay, you know what? This is not, this is not serving me anymore. There was a time when it did, but I've changed so much as a person and they changed so much. And it's like, we now get to both authentically be who we are rather than try to smash ourselves in a box that tries to fit for each other never mind society i mean just for each other and then society's box is another box on top of that you know and and um i call that box the mono mindset right like that mono it could be like the mono thinking like it's a one way to think or the monogamy only thinking, right? Is that as a woman, like okay, so we either are a mom and get married and do the thing or the other way around is is much better, get married and then be a mom. <laughs> um or now it's acceptable to also go to school and have a career and you know, do the married mom thing. But other versions are still not very popular. Like, like my daughter, my oldest daughter, she is like, I don't really want to get married and have kids. And she struggles with so much shame and guilt about that. And I'm like, Yeah, but you don't have to. Like, that's your decision. And if you're avoiding that because you're just scared of connecting with people, then that's a very different issue you know, but if you truly, if there's other things in your life that are more important to you and you have a, 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 bigger purpose than just that, then, then go for it. Like you don't have to be bound. Cause she's, you know, she's 21. So she's, <laughs> she's so funny. Cause she said like, I said, your next birthday is, is going to be 22. And she's like, yeah. Um, her sister, uh, her next birthday is 20 and she's like that's a big one you know and I was like yeah but you're gonna be 22 she's like yeah yeah but like I'm 21 now like nothing else is a big deal anymore (laughs) it's so funny because it's like as a kid you apparently aspire to 21 and that's the big one and then she's like yeah so everything else is just normal now (laughs) it's just like I have I've made it to 21 and I was like, oh, well, there's many other things to celebrate, too. You know, it's not just 21. There's many other milestones. So don't give up so quickly on, like, making things a big deal. <laughs> but it's just interesting how, again, that's a programming, you know, to think, oh, you know, I'm 21 now. I have reached the adulthood where I'm allowed to celebrate those milestones, like, as a child, right? That's, you've now reached adulthood at 21. <laughs> and. uh And and the reason I'm saying that is because it's just it's still like she's had so much of my influence of of being able to make her own choices and not feeling she has to do certain things. And she can, you know, like she took a one year program and now she's like taking time and she's working in a pharmacy and, and she's just creating opportunities and she's doing very well with herself and financially she's fine like she wouldn't be making a whole lot more at the moment so she has time to decide but she's got this pressure somewhere that's saying i i got to figure out what i'm going to do with my life and i was like you you don't have to cuz you're doing something with your life right now like you're not just sitting around doing nothing you are doing something So until you know what your next move is going to be, like you don't have to go spend money at school just for the sake of of choosing something like you don't have to do that. You don't have to put yourself into debt just because you're supposed to be at university. In fact, I said to all my kids, you can go to college. You don't have to go to university because there's a lot of great jobs that are needed at college and you're not going to rack up the same amount of debt. Like there are other options than just the one right yeah so- that's
1: so so true and it's actually um one of my clients that um she's been working on that that like i should be mm. i should be further along than i am like i should have a degree i should and should is the worst word you know yes, we need to remove that because <clears throat> going down a path uh doing something because you think you should do it it's not going to bring you joy it, your heart isn't going to be in it you're going to be doing it really to receive external validation so that exactly. your parents say they're proud of you so that you get to write that on your resume because that's what the whole school system has told you but instead if you actually find Like allow yourself to take the time to find what you're passionate about and then follow that, but also allow yourself that you get to change your mind. Yes, You don't have to stay in one career anymore. You can completely change your career multiple times over Mm -hmm. and everything that you learn, you know, you said your daughter is working at a pharmacy at the moment. She will learn invaluable skills there, regardless of what she ends up doing.
0: Well, she's basically running the place, right? Like she's she's at the point where she's basically in charge of all the things cuz she knows she knows so many of the roles even though she's the pharmacy uh she's just a pharmacy assistant, right? But she can do like what a pharmacy tech does. She's she just she's that go-to person and she's really gotten very on the ball with things. So it's it's quite quite cool to watch her blossom as a person and be that go-getter mm-hmm. and she's good at you know managing her finances and stuff and it's like all these things that I I didn't know she would be able to do but she is she's totally doing it right and i'm really proud of her and she's like yeah but i haven't i was like no i'm so proud of you like you have no idea like i just think it's awesome what you're able to do and you just she was so timid and shy and anxious as a child yet now she's like blossoming as a person. I think that's really beautiful because, um, she could have stayed stuck, you know? And I, and you're saying like, should is that word. I was like, tell people all the time, you know, stop shooting on yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't shoot on yourself. It's not helpful, you know, because, again, now you're focused on what other people want from you rather than looking inside and going, what is it that I actually want? Because your own passions, your own desires are what spark your energy. And, and how much less depression and anxiety would we have if we did the things, if we actually knew what it is that we wanted for ourselves and weren't so afraid to disappoint others. But instead, we're like fighting to please others and make sure that we're following everybody else's trajectory for us. And at the same time, we're also dealing with the shame of letting ourselves down on a continual basis and letting other people down because we're not operating at our fullest potential because it doesn't do anything for us. We're just going through the motions. So talk to us a little bit about Sort of that awakening for you, like when when you discovered, wait a second, who I am inside, I've been abandoning that side of myself, and I need to get in touch with that person. This is not the, the life I'm living is not my own. You said that, right? This is not the dream that I had for me. Take us through that process a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, and it was... It was interesting because I thought that it was the dream that I had for me, because that's mm. what I'd been programmed to believe. And then when is so I'm married, um, we have like great income, I have a successful career, we own a couple of properties, we've got a house on the lake, we got all the toys, um, we got a ski place and so I, I should be happy, right? Like I have everything, but why am I not happy? Why am I don't want to go hang out with friends? Why am I drinking every night to escape? Why am I crying Mm. on my way to work and on my way home? And so firstly, it was really about having a bit of compassion towards myself Mm. to, to allow myself to even Acknowledge that I wasn't happy was a huge step
0: without um, guilt and shame.
1: Well, right. I mean, the guilt and shame took a a long time to work through, and and it definitely the work we are doing on ourselves is a lifetime process. It is never yes. done. Um, <laughs> and and I was fortunate enough to have met a a life coach through my local yoga studio, and so I was working with a life coach who was. Teaching me that you know you it is okay to question things. And Mm -hmm. so then starting to trust my intuition. And and you and I were chatting about the chakras a little before we we came on here and Mm -hmm. actually holding a piece of selenite right now. And I have essential oils for my crown chakra (laughs) uh, right at the moment. So that that intuition, trusting your intuition. But firstly, I had to learn to even be able to hear my intuition yeah. because we've been taught to not listen to yeah. our intuition right um to to be logical instead of leading with our hearts and um so doing a lot of work on even realizing how my intuition talks to me like what does a yes feel like what does a no feel like and then allowing myself to honor that and follow that and I, I had a lot of conversations with myself, either just in my head or while I was out kayaking or in my journal, walking my dog, whatever, about realizing that I was selling myself out. Mm-hmm. I, I chose to sell myself for the safety, security, comfort of having this marriage with, mm-hmm. you know, i double income and, and all of that stuff. And so, but I wasn't being me. And so I got to make that choice.
0: I just want to jump in here that like this, this safety that we think of when we think of like, it's very appealing. Like it's very appealing and it does feel like this is, the place that we want to aspire to, but we don't think about the consequences of our own joy and our own loss of intuition and our own sort of soul desires. Like we're not taught again, like you said, to listen to that or to look at it. We're taught to serve others and to be there for others and ignore our own calling from within And we're taught to
1: not aspire for that much. Like the safety that I had, you know, if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's the the basic level. I had food and a roof over my head. Did I have emotional safety? No, because I couldn't be me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so then you're never going to reach like the higher levels of like self-actualization and actually being happy. So it was... It wasn't safety. It was a lie to myself. Like I was saying that I had safety, but I actually didn't have safety emotionally. I didn't feel safe. And I would never progress beyond just that satisfying those basic needs because I was always going to be in conflict with myself. And especially when I realized that literally, like, I am making a choice here. If I stay in this relationship, I'm choosing to not be me for money
0: Mm. i'm selling myself i'm feeling that like in my gut right now so deeply like i can feel sort of my whole body just like and i've got tears coming to my eyes because i recognize that feeling and and i'd never looked at it that way but i love your reference to Maslow's hierarchy of needs and and really like I did have all the things on the bottom level, right? Like I was fed and sheltered and and I feel safe in that way. I always felt like I had a home or whatever and someone to provide for me kind of thing. Um, And I'm a musician. So being a musician and teaching music and doing the things with music did provide some sort of passion for me and some emotional comfort. But I could never rise to my actual abilities because I was constantly held back from being me because I didn't feel safe to be myself. I didn't feel like I was enough. I thought I was too much. I just, I felt like the person that I am wasn't a fit for a successful person, according to what I was being told was success.
1: Mm.
0: And stepping away from the safety, the financial security, because I had always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So stepping away from that in the middle of, well, at the beginning of COVID, when all of a sudden you have no income <laughs> because your literal income is is generated from uh, teaching people to sing and leading a choir, which was deathly dangerous at the time, <laughs> Right right <laughs> all of a sudden you 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 have nothing and then you decide to take a step for yourself for your own well-being and it's the scariest thing but at the same time it brought me life in so many ways and it has been the journey of a lifetime and i had already gone through like quite a bit of a journey already like stepping away from my faith and becoming sex positive and learning kind of my authentic self in that sense, but like really learning who my authentic self was, uh who my authentic self was that is a completely different soul searching journey, and I think that's what you're talking about is like leaving just the safety of that comfort of that first level. And would you say, like, then you can never be self-actualized unless you rise up that mm-hmm. the level of needs being met, you know? And, and now I am in a partnership where it's like, it's a, there's not a day that goes by where I don't feel like I can be myself emotionally and like completely who I am. And then the people I draw into my world and the people I magnetize are all like my people. Like there's nobody that I am around that makes me kind of shrink and, and cringe and and make myself small. Like everybody sees my value. Even on the days that I don't, they're like, Oh my gosh, Korean, you're the best. And I just love the energy you bring in. You're just so much love and blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, that, that is who I am. And I, I would, dumb that down all the time because that wasn't enough that wasn't like the things that the world is looking for in success those are just like emotional things that aren't really needed but turns out that that is me that's how I thrive yeah the
1: whole like woo is. <laughs> I didn't even know about like those kind of things growing up and Mm-mm. then you know, part so part of my realization was that you know the, those like my crystals and <laughs> yoga and all of that stuff is is integral to who I am and and allowing myself then. Um, I, so we were, we were chatting about this earlier. I, I basically I I made the decision to stop selling myself and left that marriage. I didn't know like how that was going to turn out at all. Um, didn't know if I was going to have an income, if I would be okay or not, but Mm. I just decided that I had to do it. And then really, um, kind of invested my, my time and energy in myself in discovering what did bring me joy, what, what was meaningful to me and and getting to know myself. Mm. Um, my life coach, she she describes it as like I tore my life down to the studs and mm-hmm. rebuilding it again. Um, and so, I, like I took my yoga teacher training, I became a Reiki healer and um, learning to to connect to all of that side of me and creating my own spirituality that that works for me. And through all of this, like gaining that. That confidence to be able to be me, and and it's constantly growing. Mm-hmm. I, I really see it in my my Reiki practice. I noticed that I actually connect to spirit when I'm doing Reiki treatments, and I so I started to like let myself be comfortable with that. And then it got to the point where I'll talk to my clients about it and tell them. Mm-hmm. Who- Connected to, and it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) I I do it, I trust myself. And, you know, I've decided now to actually shift my Reiki treatments to leave 10 minutes at the end so that we can talk about all the things that came up that that person's energy told me. But the confidence that I have gained in this journey and in the past, I don't know, like six years has just been incredible and allowing myself to to become authentically me Mm. um yeah it's wonderful but it was terrifying and it still has its moments of like holy what am I doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it 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 does have those terrifying moments for sure um but one of like I was listening to a podcast today with uh, on James Wedmore's um, Mind Your Business podcast, and he was interviewing. It was an old old one interviewing Carrie Green, and she was talking about visualization and visualizing your future self. But like your future, and and like really letting that visualization create a feeling in you, right? Like, and it's about the feeling that it creates. And the intention and seeing yourself and imagining yourself feeling that way, and um she I forget what where I was going with that, but the idea of tapping into who you are and allowing yourself to kind of get beyond the fear of your current moment. <laughs> and that takes a lot of that takes a lot of trust and a lot of belief that things are going to work out and things are going to come to you and if i look back at my track record like things always do work out and i'm still here and thing you know things have been rough but i've found a way all the time so why do i fear the next moment so much when if i just took that fear away i could just step through the next chapter and the next thing with a much more open openness to things. Um, and since I just said the word open, let's take that a little bit to sort of more open relationships and, and how that's played out in in your love life and sexuality and things because at the end of the day, you know, we are a sex positive podcast, so we're <laughs> interested in these things. But again, just to reiterate, I don't want to talk about sex and the lifestyle and polyamory without talking about authenticity and who you are and tapping into who you are. Because otherwise you're using those things just to mask. And you are just jumping into someone else's idea of what is best rather than what you feel is best for you and understand yourself to be like, if, if you think that having sex with other people is going to just fix things, then you might be in for some unnecessary drama, (laughs) which we don't like, Um, you know, but you can totally jump in with both feet and go, wait a second. That is actually what I'm looking for. It's not actually sex that I want. It's actually more connection. Um, I actually am designed to love many people. I'm wired that way. And maybe I need to investigate tapping into that. And um, just to use your analogy of like breaking it down to the studs, you know, my relationship redesign process is really about that, right? Like you don't go slap on the decoration before you've, you know, drywalled and mudded and decide you know you first you have to like rip the space apart and figure out what kind of open do you want open space do you want closed spaces? do you want how do you want your design to look? and then you're gonna put the drywall up in the mud and then you're gonna pick your paint colors and your paint colors are the style of relationship that you want, you know, and then you decorate it further with like, okay, once I choose sort of that style, what does that actually look like? you know, what is the full, flavor of of this life that I'm creating and as it as it relates to ethical non-monogamy like what flavor of ethical non-monogamy what design what style am I putting together am I sitting in the middle am I a swinger am I a polyamorous because I think a lot of people get polyamory and swinging confused and people will say that they're poly when all they want to do is just have a hookup but that's not the same. And so we just need to understand what that actual design looks like. So let's talk a little bit about polyamory and sort of maybe your journey to polyamory a little bit.
1: Yeah, you bet. So I um I had no idea. I'd never heard of polyamory. I only knew of monogamy and cheating. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that exist. And polygamy, I'm in BC, I'd heard of polygamy. Um, So um, I was listening to a podcast, um, the Shameless Sex podcast. And Mm -hmm. one of their episodes, they were talking about polyamory. And I'm like, what what is this? And so it really (laughs) piqued my interest and started researching more about it. You know, there's a a couple of of great books, um, The Ethical Slut, Mm-hmm. is a really good read and and then just exploring online and and understanding getting to know some of the different terms and really realizing i'm polyamorous like okay i've never been practicing but that's where my heart sits that's mm-hmm. that's who i am that i have so much love to give and I need to receive so much love mm-hmm. to to be complete as a person, and that I don't need to own or be possessed that that you know there is i I teach this in in my yoga class as well, like love is infinite, and the more you give, the more you receive, and that truly. I believe that, and so that led me to start exploring polyamory, and I learned that I am solo poly, so that means that I am my primary. I come first, Um, which feels so incredibly good to me, realizing I love living on my own. (laughs) I go to that fridge. I know exactly what is there.
0: You know, I have
1: like nice food and all the <laughs> things that I want. If I don't choose to do the dishes, there's no one to get mad at. Like, I get to have my furniture exactly how I want it. I get to sleep whichever side of the bed I want. Like, everything <laughs> is just as I want it. I don't have arguments with anyone about bills. Mm. So that suits me. I love it. I love my independence. And I, Love, love. Mm. And you know, we were talking earlier about cuddling, like mm. um, connection is so important to me and and my energy. And so the, the people that I choose to allow into my life, I, I'm very particular about. But this has been a learning journey over the last, it's really three years mm-hmm. um that that I, I've been practicing and exploring polyamory. And so, so learning, like, what are my boundaries? What do I want? Like, what, what does solo poly look like for me? Who are the kind of people that I I want to allow in my space? And it's interesting you talk about manifestations. I I do a lot of that. And, you know, so things that I know that are important to me is like sleepovers, Mm co-sleeping, but Perfect sweet spot for me is like three nights a week. (laughs) Um, One night isn't enough. And then three nights, you cut it off while it's still fun and
0: you still want more. That's funny. Perfect. That's Um, funny because my boyfriend and I live two hours apart. So every other weekend, for sure, we see each other usually and... And it's usually about three nights and then it's time to come home. And it's like less than that. I'd always like we try to make it at least the three nights because anything less just feels like not enough. And um, yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, Sometimes I think, okay, like if I was to live with him, like how would that shift things? Because I do enjoy sleeping on my own, too. Like there's like it's nice to have the bit of both both worlds, right?
1: Yeah. Have your cake and eat it. (laughs) Absolutely. Um the other thing that, that I've been doing, um I, I have I have a, a partner right now. Um it's a long term, that's perfect, that's not going anywhere. And I'm looking, you know, to to bring others into my relationship, and so I, I've been manifesting that. And I actually did some journaling the other day. I'm okay. like, getting it out. Like, what do I want in my my boyfriend? That's like, what this role is going to be, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: how what's how do I want to feel? How does he behave? What kind of person is he? What are the sort of things that we do together? So I love that. I get to be like super intentional Mm -hmm. about who I spend my time with, that we're not expecting one person to be the be all and end all and give us everything that we need It's like I have you over here and I love you and you're wonderful and you do all these things for me. And I want someone else that I can do these things with and have a different experience with. And I think that's
0: beautiful like it takes the pressure off Mm -hmm. everyone and it Um, doesn't make your current partner not enough no like where did I know where but like where did this idea come from that like we have to give that story
1: there's even you know in all my previous relationships there was this story that if you used any sex toys, that Mm -hmm. that that was saying that they weren't enough. Right. No, it doesn't mean that at all.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, we just create so many stories and like we've been programmed that way, right? We've been programmed that there is a right way and a wrong way. And if we don't adhere to that, then we're doing things wrong and things are going to fall apart. And I think what they don't want us to know is that things don't fall apart. They can be so much more elevated and more beautiful when you allow more into your life. And I just, I love the fact that I can create relationships with other people. Like I'm going to say unintentionally, and that's not the word I mean. What I mean is I'm not looking for them. They just come into my life and I can choose how far I'm going to take that. And I love that because then I can be intentional about creating. It's not like, oh, well, I can't get to know you because I'm already partnered. Or, uh, okay, if I'm going to get to know you, then I can't be partnered with this other person. So I'm either going to give up all of that to get to know something I don't know. Or, you know, it's like you have to trade one for the other. But it's like, well. You know who says we just have to eat one thing at a time? We we pair it with other things that complement each other. So why does life have to be so different? And like, who says that you have to stop at one child? Nobody, you know. Some nobody shamed me for having three children. No one said, "Well, how are you going to love the, the? You you don't have room for more love. Your first child is going to not feel loved if you have another one." Nobody says that, but. Those rules don't apply for significant others. And I think that's really sad because my love only increases for my partner when I have the freedom to love someone else uniquely and completely for who they are. And that there's no threat of that, that means that they're not enough. Because when they feel like they're not enough by someone else's presence, that just makes me feel more trapped (laughs) you know like when when it's like oh i'm so glad you get to enjoy this new experience um then i'm just like why would i ever not want to be with you (laughs) you know when i get to truly be myself and you see that other parts of me get to be fulfilled we don't have to just have one friend in life and the friends aren't going well um Am I not enough of a friend for you? No, we recognize that we like variety and that there's each friend provides something different, but yet we have to marry one person forever. And we think that (laughs) if we really think about it, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. But this is what we all strive towards. And we failed if we can't make that work. We have failed. That's the first feeling we get. You know, would you say, I failed at two marriages? Like, that is the language that we are taught. You failed at two marriages. No, what if you were successful at two marriages, at two separate relationships, and you were so successful that you recognize who you were because of those relationships, and now you've created the life that you want?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We can reframe it.
1: And in polyamory, it's to be successful and to not they completely mess with your head. you need self awareness and mm-hmm. communication skills boundaries um self confidence it's such an an evolved level of relationship like I find some people will be judgy and think that it's a like just sleeping around lifestyle it's not it's no. a very thoughtful considered talked out they like, evolved respectful incredible type of relationship mm-hmm. where you don't you don't get to rush into a relationship with someone else cuz there's like a whole dynamic to consider and and it's it's the healthiest
0: form of relationships that I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Well, you get to like really follow the natural progression of of a relationship unfolding because y- you're not stuck feeling like you have to define something and I find like being partnered already like any other relationships that come into my life like there's zero desperation for that person to have to be a certain way or to like fulfill something in me or whatever it's like i'm just content with who i am and every relationship i add is a bonus to my life and it's not out of scarcity it's out of like i want more love. I want to enjoy the fullness of this person. And so there's no pressure being put on anyone. And the second that there's pressure, like if if someone wants to drive a couple hours to come meet me and hang out with me, it was a lot of people offer. If I get the feeling that they're going to be disappointed if we don't sleep together, then I'm out. (laughs) Because I don't want that pressure because that's not what it's about for me it might naturally progress to that very beautifully if i don't feel that pressure if i feel like i get to honestly just like you for who who you are and then discover if there's actual physical chemistry because my love is not just a physical thing my
1: mm-hmm. love
0: can be emotionally involved it can be intellectual i can love someone on an intellectual level because i love having deep intellectual conversations that fills my soul to me that is like having an orgasm is powerful to me and it's very hugely fulfilling i don't need an orgasm in order to feel fulfilled because i enjoy that that connection that mental stimulation is so fulfilling to me that sometimes i even forget about the sex part and i forget that we're actually flirting too I'm like oh right whoops you know um and sometimes I just get so like you know logical and and just enjoy the feeling of of that connect. oh yeah me too I enjoy that and da, da 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 um and so it's really about getting to explore your dynamic getting to explore who someone really is and what they are not trying to seek out if this person is going to be a good fit forever. <laughs> There's so yeah. much pressure in that, and um being solo poly as
1: well it'd say, you know, I know that I'm fine because I've got me, I've got my back. And yeah. so, yeah, that that not coming at it from a need at all, let's say, I get to think about what I desire, what I'm willing to give and take on, and then make a, a choice. And you get to bring logic not just emotion Mm -hmm. to the situation um but then you do get to have that that emotional connection with multiple Mm -hmm. people that you allow yourself to to experience that new relationship energy is so fun and why not have that or even if you are just chatting to people and flirting with them, Mm -hmm. but being allowed to do that, allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to do that without guilt and enjoy how fun that feels. And as long as you're upfront with everyone about what's going on, Mm -hmm. your intentions are, are good. You're not harming anyone. And so it's,
0: it's just, It's so fun. It is fun. And I think that's one of the things I love the most about the lifestyle is like just getting to flirt with people and, and not have to filter myself because I've always been seen as a flirt, even though, even when I wasn't flirting, I just can get along with people easily and I have good banter and I'm just kind of, I'm a little bit of a shit disturber and I, I like to throw little things in and joke around with people and I just like connecting. And so now in that world. I get to literally not worry about if I'm flirting or if I'm not flirting, if I'm just having a great time. And nobody's, the girls don't hate me anymore. You know what I mean? I was such a threat to people. And even though I was like so genuine in my interactions with people, like I wasn't trying to take anyone or like get undue attention, I just literally like connecting with people. And so, in this world like i get to make out with people i get to you know hug and be close to people and have great conversations and that's just part of it and that's part of the etiquette and it's fine and i love that and for me it's like so much of the social aspect i don't even care at the club if we make it to the back to play with anyone um sometimes that happens but it's actually pretty rare usually my My boyfriend and I take that energy and we'll go and just be together because we don't get to see each other that much and we, and we love it. So, but there's zero issues with bringing that sexual energy to other people and, and dancing with them and, you know, being Mm -hmm. playful. It's just, I love that part of my life because I'm just accepted for who I am. And, and that is a part of my life that I always enjoyed. And I missed getting to be that person when I was married. (laughs) I was like, I don't get to flirt. I don't get to be, I don't get to have guy friends. I don't get to be the person that I am. And when I do get to be that person, it's often misconstrued. And I'm viewed in the wrong way. So, making that shift to the world of ethical non monogamy was just the most perfect. So, I said, I, These are my people. The mothership has landed. I feel like, wow, you know. And then, as I progressed more and discovered polyamory, I was like, Oh, like I always was afraid that I would have an affair because i have such a potential to connect deeply with people and and there was never anything wrong with that in my mind but i always had to be so careful guard my heart guard everything make sure that i wasn't being mis misread by someone and that you know and but with polyamory i get to like just get to show up as i am And other people get to show up as they are. And if we click, then we get to discover that and see what we want to do with that. And I love that because you don't have to limit yourself. And you get to discover who your true people are in that process. And they might just be good friends. You might never have sex with people. You might not connect in that way, but you might have deep love for a person. And they're like your best bud, your person. And that's still polyamory. You know, like it's, I have deep loving friendships with a bunch of my guy friends and some of them I sleep with, some of them I don't. And that makes no difference. And everybody is in agreement on what that looks like. And I love that. When you talk
1: uh, about that, like you are just glowing (laughs) and it really shows, like you said, like being able to be authentically Mm -hmm. you. Feels so good, and I can mm-hmm. see it in you. And us having these conversations is so important because one day it's going to be safe for us to just be able to talk about this anywhere mm-hmm. and to feel accepted and able to be authentically us
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the the wider world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a day that'll be. I mean. Right, I mean, for me, I think back to when I was so scared to even say anything or to I remember I was talking about this this week, booking my first vacation, um, yeah, I did that's what it was. I did an interview with Business Insider this week, and one of the things was like, you know what what was your journey of growth kind of thing, and, um, it was talking about um the lifestyle swinging or or ethical non-monogamy and and neurodivergence and i was like i there's a lot of neurodivergent people in this world because we've never fit in a box we've never fit and all of a sudden we get to be ourselves here and we get to be the greatest expression of ourselves without limiting ourselves. So it's very appealing to a neurodivergent world, besides the fact that there's a lot of extra thrills and excitement, which is dopamine producing. So you will find a lot of people are neurodivergent in this world. Um, And they're my people. (laughs) Like, I'm like, ah, you, you have ADHD, don't you? They're like, yeah, how'd you know? Because all my people do. Like most of my people are neurodivergent (laughs) because I don't get in trouble for interrupting or I don't get in trouble for like jumping in. And, and, and we just kind of just, we do us, we do our thing. And it's not all the rules that society, okay, well, you've got to stop, you got to wait your turn. Da, da, da. Yes, I try to do that. But sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm jumping into the conversation. That's just like, I get so excited that, you know, and, and all of my people do that. So it's an understanding that we we all just do that. And if you don't, you may not get a word in edgewise because that's not how it works in our world. Um, but again, it's all different circles and you get to find your people. But um I remember when I was booking my first vacation and those to a nude island and that's kind of my journey started slowly as a Christian, right? As like maybe I'll try like nudism because I you know just want to be comfortable in my body. It's not about sex, right? Like I had been a virgin. That's not that was not on the table. But this whole like booking a vacation where they had a part of the resort at a nude island and I did not want to book that locally because I was like I can't tell anyone like the, (laughs) the the travel agent can't know that I went to this place it was not a swinger place it was not any. it was just an adult resort and it happened to have a nude island like you didn't even have to go to the island yeah it wasn't a part, like that wasn't the prerequisite. It was so of, stifled.
1: Oh my gosh, I couldn't. Societal expectations and the constraints and systems that are in place. Uh, yeah. And now
0: I'm like, oh, I went to Hito in Jamaica, like in January, and I'm talking about it on the podcast. And I'm like, oh my God, it was so great. And I've told people like a bunch of quote unquote vanilla people um, where I went and how awesome it was. And they're all like super intrigued. And before I just... Like, that's a secret. You can't talk about that. You know, how much judgment. But I have not gotten judgment. Mm -hmm. The judgment I've gotten is from my closest family members. Yeah. But the people, regular people that I know, friends that I've known for a long time that... So like I've shared things with nobody, nobody judges me for that. And if they don't agree, they just are like, oh, well, that's, that sounds cool for you. But I just like, it's not a thing anymore. And I'm so thankful for that. But sometimes I have to put myself in the shoes of like, of you guys listening in and just kind of on the outskirts, listening to this podcast going, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this stuff exists. Do you know what I mean? Like I was there at one point. And now I'm here and it's hard to put myself in those shoes that, that, you know, people wouldn't even want to be a part of a group program because they'd be afraid to like share their truth. You know, that, that goes away. Eventually (laughs) you get to really sink into who you are. When you get
1: to speak out loud, what is in your heart Mm. Being in like a circle with with your people, it's so so powerful. Yeah, yes, it is. It's definitely like find find ways to to do that. Like anyone that's listening, because you're that that like I described how you you just were glowing when you were talking about mm. being authentically you. So if you can even just find like you know an online group or a book or some, something like keep exposing yourself to things that you're like, these are my people so that you can be more and more in that. And, and if you can find a space where you can actually like talk with other people about it, because when we, when we use our throat chakra and actually speak Mm -hmm. it out loud, like that starts shifting our energy. And then with the um, law of attraction, you know, when you're in that energetic state, you start attracting more of that. And, you know, I found the same, same as you. When I tell people, mostly they're just kind of like, wow, that's really cool. Um, some people are kind of like, okay, and don't want to know any more about it. Other people are curious about it. But I haven't
0: had anyone unfriend me. Yeah. It's very interesting. People are much more, you know what, here's the, here's the deal. Everybody Is desiring something that they can't have deep down. And most don't know how to access it. And most feel shame and guilt about it. And most will never talk about it. But there's the few brave ones who will listen to this podcast, who will step out in bravery and step out of the box and try it on for size and say, you know what? I'm tired of just living by the status quo. It's time for me to live my truth. And I'm going to try. And I'm going to try and find my people and I'm going to step into this world. And those are the people I want to work with. Those are the people that I want to take through this journey because they are the most ready. They're the ones who are going to want to unpack some things, want to do a little bit of that work and want to really um, find a new version of themselves who they will thrive as. So that's my mission is to set people free, to be authentic, and to help them discover this world and to step into it gracefully and beautifully and authentically, hopefully without wrecking their relationship, without needing to. You know, some might find that they're not in the right relationship at all. And that's, that's not something I'm going to tell you to do. You might come to that on your own going, wait, I have been sacrificing who I am my whole life for what? And this is is no longer in alignment with me. That's a choice you might have to make. But that is not the point of this. It's not to say, oh, don't be with the person you're with. Like, this is a journey you can take with someone you love. And it's so amazing to do that. So amazing to take someone you love and both open up and both become your authentic selves like how awesome is that and and to continue to choose each other daily there's nothing more beautiful than that and that's one of the things I love the most about my relationship now is that I don't we don't have to be together there's no contract there's nothing keeping us together except for each other choosing each other every day. And building each other up and just loving each other and accepting who we are in all of our craziness and flaws, but also in our beauty and valuing our strengths, you know? So I want that for everyone. I want everyone to have that kind of relationship. I want you to have more than one if you can, (laughs) because it's amazing. So Anyways, we are running out of time because you have to go. I have to go. But before we go, Emma, is there anything you would like to leave us with? And is there any links you want to share with us um, or anything where people can reach you if they want to talk with you more? And I can put those in the show notes. Yeah,
1: um, I think what I'd love to leave everyone listening with is the reassurance that you are not alone. Whatever mm. you are thinking, wanting, that you think is weird, it's not. Like, allow yourself to go there. Stop pushing those thoughts down. Reach out. Find find your tribe. Keep listening to podcasts like this. Reach out for support. Like, people like Karine and I are here to hold people's hands and guide them along their journey to discovering whatever the next part of their lives is. So, um, just learn to trust your intuition. Stop, stop shutting yourself down and believe that whatever it is that you want, you are deserving of it and you can have it because we made that shift and look at us like our lives didn't collapse and crumble we're successful we're happy we're happier than we've ever been yes so yes. so keep keep pushing forward and um yeah if people want to reach out to me my website is lifeuntethered.com um and that's go there and then you'll find all my social and contact okay. information and i'd love to to hear from people like if you want to to work with me to figure out what it is that you you want in life outside Mm -hmm. of exploring you know ethical non-monogamy I'm I'm all about helping you to just like dream audaciously Mm -hmm. and get to where you want to be because the more of us that do that then the world is going to keep changing and evolving and growing and just becoming a more incredible place a more accepting and loving place
0: for sure Yay. Well, those are beautiful ending words, beautiful closing words. Thank you, Emma, for being here. And I'm so glad we got to meet and I'm sure that this is not the end. We will keep in contact and, uh, I'm excited about your journey and, uh, you'll have to fill me in on, uh, send me your com- upcoming conversations
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, it has been so fun it's good that we both
0: have clients after this because else I think we'd stay on here chatting I more. know we would <laughs> it's a thing with me I just like, always it's so much fun to talk with people so as I always say when it comes to sex positivity authenticity is the key so go be sex positive go be authentic and discover your truest, most badass self. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Love you. Oh, it was so good. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Well, once again, that was just so much fun. I love these conversations. I love what comes out of them and what we learn together there was some big moments in there, some really great aha moments. And it hit deep for me in a lot of ways because it was so similar to my situation sometimes. And we're just not taught that we're allowed to want more, that we're allowed to be able to be our authentic selves and our true expression of ourselves. We're taught that we need to sacrifice and we need to Just be content with with the dream that society has for us or that someone else has for us. And it's not to say that we can't be content with that, but there's nothing wrong with us if we want other things or, or if we have other desires or fantasies that we want to live out. If we want to be solo poly, if we want to be polyamorous, if we want to be a swinger, if we want to have casual sex, or if we want to be monogamous. We can have all the things that we want. It's okay. There's no shame in any of those choices. And that to me is what's beautiful. And so I hope you took that away, that you get to figure out what is best for you. You're the only one who knows you. You're the expert on yourself. So please be kind to yourself and give yourself the grace And the love and the space to really get to explore what it is that you really want in life. What your big purpose is in life. We get to do multiple things in our lives and some things are for a season. So things can change. We don't have to be locked into one life for our whole lives. And that goes against what we've been taught most of the time. But it's true, and there's so much joy that can come from designing a relationship the way that you want to, the way that you feel most comfortable, the way that you feel most fulfilled, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful life. I absolutely love my life, and I'm so grateful for the people that are in it and the choices I get to make in living my life authentically. So, I'm gonna leave you with that. Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. I love you all. Have an amazing week, and I will see you next week. Are you struggling with your sexual well being? Are you often disappointed in your relationships? Do you have unrealistic expectations? Do you ever wonder if you are actually cut out for monogamy? Maybe you've had some of these thoughts. Did you know it's not your fault? That's right, you've been brainwashed since childhood with a series of beliefs about sexuality and relationships. We call this the Mono Mindset. Do you feel like you've been sold a fairy tale when it comes to sex and love? Why isn't it working? Why am I not fulfilled? Why am I not satisfied? Why do I have a deep longing for more? Shouldn't I be satisfied, content, just be grateful? Well, you aren't alone. If this resonates with you, you are ready for the Breaking Free from Monogamy 8-Week Program. In this 8-Week Program, you will learn how the mono mindset has set us up for failure in our relationships and in our emotional and sexual well-being. How the mono mindset keeps us from being truly authentic in our sexuality and relationships. How it keeps us small and gives us a false sense of security. Why we think of sexuality and anything related to sex as wrong or taboo and how the mono mindset has invalidated your desires. Do you think to yourself, I want to fully enjoy my life and who I really am. I want real connections. I want to be able to be myself. I want to understand my body. I love who I am, but I don't seem to fit the mold. Maybe you've thought, I've always felt like a sexual deviant, but I'm actually a really good person. I don't understand. Well, many of my clients have said, Corrine, I didn't know I had choices. I thought monogamy was the only way to be happy and enjoy a fulfilling sex life. I thought that non-monogamy is for people that have commitment issues, and I thought it was just a way to legally cheat on your partner. I thought I was supposed to suppress my desires to have a successful relationship. But What if you could deconstruct the mindset that is holding you back from exploring other options? Well, you can in my 8-week Breaking Free from Monogamy program. Take your life back and become a master of healthy relating and sexuality. Lose the shame and guilt you've been programmed to feel in order to conform. It's not your fault. You weren't given a choice. Learn to love yourself and your desires. Discover what is natural and ethical. Breaking Free from Monogamy, an eight-week program shifting the mono mindset for greater intimacy and sexual well-being. Do you want to choose monogamy confidently or explore other healthy models? This program is for you. Please go visit offers.kareenbedard.com to go take the free Is Monogamy Right For Me quiz and to enroll in the new Breaking Free From Monogamy 8-week program. That's (laughs) offers.karinebedard.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Bedard Coaching, and you can visit my website at kareenbedard.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful if you could help by giving us a five-star review on Podchaser or iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list to be kept up to date about upcoming episodes and exciting news. Just visit our website at breakingfreeauthentically.com and scroll down to subscribe. You can also email me anytime. I'd love to hear from you. Send your messages and questions to kareen at kareenbedard.com. Are you a part of my Facebook community yet? Join us in Breaking Free Authentically. It's where you will find this sex-positive relationship community. I'd be thrilled to have you be a part of this community with me. All the links will be in the show notes, so don't forget to check it out. Remember... When it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week.